0: Right, all right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Know Your Numbers REI podcast, where it is our goal to eliminate your frustration with the tax code with more money in your pocket, better confidence in your decisions, and more freedom to live the life you desire. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about a tax strategy. I don't often do this because with tax strategies, there's a lot of ins and outs, small details that can often go overlooked. And I mean, we see far too often people taking one thing and running with it, only to find out that they didn't apply it properly and didn't get the benefits. And now they're stuck with less money and more debt. And so that is the last thing we want to do. And we see it with this topic specifically in recent years. And the topic of our conversation will be qualified opportunity zones. Maybe you know about them, maybe you don't, but they are essentially a tax deferral opportunity for those with capital gains. So when we talk capital gains, we mean you sold a property, maybe you sold stock and you are looking to eliminate the capital gains on that. So capital gains have different tax brackets as ordinary income. Obviously, ordinary income is anything like your W-2 income, your business income that flows to you. But oftentimes capital gains also comes into effect and it's taxed differently zero percent is the lowest tax bracket on capital gains and then there's 15 percent, and then there's 20 percent. now this is on the federal level and the tax code is always a topic of conversation and one thing that they talk about is whether they need to make changes to the capital gains rates but this is as of september 2023 so please make sure that you do all your due diligence including talking with a tax professional before making any decisions based off this but capital gains are a great way to have income because you have those lower income rates, 15% and 20%. Obviously, if you can get rid of them, then that's the goal too, because we don't want to pay in tax. We want to eliminate as much tax as possible. And one of the ways to do so when you have capital gains is what's known as a qualified opportunity zone. What is a qualified opportunity zone? So the Internal Revenue Code says a taxpayer may elect to exclude from gross income capital gains from the sale or exchange of property to an unrelated party that is reinvested in a qualified opportunity zone fund within 180 days. There is no limit on the amount of capital that may be reinvested and excluded. So there are some things to consider when discussing that definition. The first is the benefits. Obviously, it says that you can exclude from gross income any capital gain from the sale or exchange of property. So the benefit is that you can exclude it. You do not have to include it in gross income. This is like you... Make money off of the sale of a property and say you sold it for 500,000, you bought it for 250,000. That's a gain of 250,000. Traditionally, that's taxed at a 15% capital gain rate, which would be about $37,500 that you would owe in taxes. That's 15% times the gain of 250,000. So the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, allows you to exclude from gross income that amount, $250,000, if you take that money and invest it in a qualified opportunity zone. Great benefit, right? So the first thing that is limited is the type of income, capital gain. It can't be ordinary income. You can't make $250,000 in your business from services you provide and then go and reinvest it and make use of this qualified opportunity zone fund. It has to be capital gain. It has to come from the sale of a property. Now, it doesn't specify what property, so sometimes you can use stocks or Bitcoin or other capital assets to mitigate this tax. So if I had $200,000 of McDonald's stock and I go and sell it for $400,000, I can take that $200,000 gain, the difference between 400 and 200, and reinvest it in a qualified opportunity zone and not have to pay tax. So the first thing that they restrict is the type of income. The second thing is who you can sell it to. It has to be to an unrelated party. It can't be to your family. It can't be to your corporation. It can't be to your spouse. It has to be an unrelated party, somebody who is not related to you. So a lot of times people come to us and they're like, hey, I have this great idea. I'm going to sell this property, but I'm still going to own it because I'm going to sell it to my other LLC that I have here. I'm going to get the money out. I'm going to get the gain and we're going to invest it in a qualified opportunity zone to eliminate tax. The answer is no, because you have to sell it to an unrelated party. All right. So they restrict the type of income. They restrict who you can sell it to, to begin with. And then they restrict what you can do with the money. You have to invest that in a qualified opportunity zone. So a qualified opportunity zone is anywhere that the government deems as qualified opportunity zone. So these places will pop up every now and again. And I believe they're dictated by the states, but they might be dictated federally. I believe they're dictated by the, the state and local governments. And basically they say this area, this location in our state needs economic growth. So we're going to incentivize people to invest in it so that we can make money and so that our, our citizens can be provided for and so that there are jobs out there. So what they'll see is that they'll qualify these as qualified opportunity zones, which basically says this is a place that the government has deemed as opportune. We want money invested here so that the economy of this area flourishes. So it gives an opportunity for the local economy to flourish because now they're getting money that they didn't traditionally have but it restricts the location, right? So one thing, you ask any real estate investor, what's the most important thing to purchasing a property? They say location, location, location. So they restrict the type of income. They restrict who you can sell it to. They restrict where you can purchase, where you can put the money, the location, and then they have a restriction on the time limit, 180 days that has to be done in order for you to qualify for the tax savings. So why is this important? Because a lot of times people sell a property and they're still waiting to decide what they want to do with it, right? They're like, oh, I could have $250,000 and go and blow it all on myself, or I could reinvest it and make more money, but I'm not ready to make a decision but the IRS says it has to be made within six months. So you can't just sit on the money until 18 months later, a year and a half later and say, yeah, you know what? I paid a lot in taxes. I need to go back and reinvest in the qualified opportunity zone. And the reason I'm telling you this is because a lot of people have heard of these qualified opportunity zones and they're saying, yes, I want to do that. And I'm going to put my money because I'm going to sell my investment property and then go and reinvest in this qualified opportunity zone so I can get no taxes, so I can pay no taxes. And they do it. They sell their property, then they find a qualified opportunity zone and they put the money there. But then they come to find out when it's time to prepare taxes that they did it all wrong because they didn't speak with their advisor. So these are the things to remember before making the decision, but there's even more on top of that. They are getting phased out the way that the code currently stands. And the recognition of the gain may be deferred until the earlier of the sale of the Qualified Opportunity Fund or December 31, 2026. Folks, we're in 2023. In two years, we will be in 2025. In three years, we will be in 2026. And so if you took your money and if you took your property, sold it, had a capital gain and used that money from a capital gain and reinvested in a Qualified Opportunity Fund today, you would only have three years of where that tax is deferred and then you will be on the hook for it. The benefit of the Qualified Opportunity Fund came within a five-year period, a seven-year period, or a 10-year period of the sale of that asset. right? So, In addition to the recognition of the gain may be deferred until the earlier of the sale of the Qualified Opportunity Fund or December 31, 2026, It also says that a step up in basis occurs at the five and seven year marks with complete deferral at 10 year mark. But because 2026 is now three years away, these step up in basis are not possible barring any change in the current tax code. So qualified opportunity funds were a great resource 10 years ago, right? Because if you took a capital gain in 2013 and qualified opportunity funds were available, you put that capital gain into this qualified opportunity fund, waited 10 years, didn't sell it you now have deferred that capital gain completely. That's not heard of very often, right? People point to the 1031 exchange. Guess what? 1031 exchange is deferred until you no longer 1031, right? So you almost don't have access to that capital gain. Now there's stipulations. And and I think that 1031 is a great opportunity for people that have specific goals. But one thing to know is just that, that the 1031 is a deferral and not avoidance. But with qualified opportunity funds, 10 years ago, You could completely avoid, completely defer that capital gains tax. However, these are getting phased out in 2026 and the five year mark would put us at 2028. So there's not much benefits. You don't get the step up in basis that you used to get if you reinvested in, in 2021 because there's only three years between now in 2026. So this is why it's so important folks to meet with your tax professional, to make sure that all your bases are covered, right? If you haven't listened to our episodes on what to look for in an accountant or what is tax planning, go back and listen to that. Or why you're overpaying in taxes, go back and listen to those because it provides you information on this very subject about the risk that you're taking by not working with a specialized tax planner. Because yeah, there's qualified opportunity funds out there and people are selling them or convincing people to sell a property and invest in these qualified opportunity funds without all the information that three years from now, you're going to be left paying your capital gains tax. So folks, I ensure you, I encourage you to go out and meet with your advisor because while qualified opportunity funds might not make the most sense for you, and maybe they do, maybe you only need to defer it for three years, but people like that are are few and far between. Most people want to avoid taxes for the long haul. And if that's you, we would love to speak with you. We would love to give you the advice you need, be your advocate, give you confidence in your decisions so you're not left in the dark on these increasingly important topics. If you know anybody who could get value out of this, go ahead and share it with them. And if you enjoyed what you're listening to, feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review. And if you're on Apple, then maybe even a written review. But I really appreciate you all listening. I hope this was useful and enlightened you a bit more on the tax code and some of the changes that we have going in the coming years. God bless you all.